Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, hey, Michigan Maniacs. This is the Michigan Maniac Podcast, and I am your host, Adam Brewer. This is the reaction episode of the 97 Michigan-Ohio State game. Um... Before we get into it, let's go ahead and do some uh, housekeeping, guys. Go ahead and go to the Apple Podcasts or iTunes, same thing, uh, or go to the Michigan Maniac fan page and leave a review. You leave a review, um, hit me up, either message me or DM me, give me your full name, your address, and I will send you a free Maniac's uh, logo. A tat- um, tattoo <laughs> sticker so hit me up let me know we'll do it if this has been a fantastic promotion because it's worked uh it's just been fantastic anyways let's get into this guys uh <laughs> what a fucking game this was an interesting game because uh i think for years i had romanticized this in my head right for it being a much more dominant game than it was um it, it it really went to show that no matter oh how good we were, we always look to almost give away every game we play in. And that really is what um made me sad to a certain extent towards the end. But uh initial reactions, I'm telling you, coming out the get, just watching the sideline react to the opening kickoff with A train taking it about 20, 30 yards of field um, off the fake uh, kickoff uh, with uh, a fake reverse with uh, Charles Woodson. Phenomenal. No one really bit on it, but it looked great. A-Train looked great. True freshman at that time, guys, just so you know. A-Train, not a starter. Chris Howard was the starter. But, uh, I mean, just the way Michigan came into it, you don't see that anymore. You don't see the excitement. They're almost chomping at the bit to get out to play Ohio State. They're not scared of Ohio State. They weren't like, oh, maybe we can beat Ohio State. Oh, maybe, hopefully, Ohio State doesn't bring their best game. No, no. Those motherfuckers were out there ready to fucking go. And that was that was inspiring. That was like, wow, I, that's what we used to be. I mean... You just, you don't see it anymore. And that's what we're truly missing are men that walk onto that field saying, I wish they would. I can't wait to fucking smack these motherfuckers in the face. Win, lose, or draw. Our guys are scared to go out there now. And those guys back in 97, 96, 95 were not scared. They took the game to Ohio State. Now, granted, classic clashes. Amazing games, by the way. Um, I mean, what I didn't realize is Joe Germain, uh, as much as I didn't like him and I thought he was overrated, still much better, uh, still much better uh, quarterback than Stanley Jackson. Stanley Jackson started. 
I'm, it's been a long time, but I can't, I, I didn't know if Stanley Jackson was their initial starter or not, but I, I just always figured Joe Germain was their guy. Um, but he looked awful, right? This was a defensive struggle. I mean, at some point, uh, I think in the, at, at halftime, uh, Ohio State had had eight, eight, no, nine drives. Eight of them ended in punts and one ended in a fumble. That's in just the first half alone. I mean, they were averaging some like 33 points a game and they were held scoreless in the first half. I mean, that's, and it's not like Michigan was any more uh, adept at offense. I mean, at, I, I think towards the end of the game, let me check my notes because I think I wrote down here, we had 12 possessions, nine pumps, nine punts, two fumbles, and one touchdown. So to say that this was an offensive explosion by any team, it was a, it was a joke. A matter of fact, it was quite boring. I mean, two great defenses. I mean, you had Katzenmeyer and Winfield, uh, Winfield, right? Anton Winfield at the corner and linebacker. I mean, did you know that fucking Andy Katzenmeyer was two sixty? But but even getting off of Ohio State, just fucking phenomenal, great defense by both of these teams. I mean, Glenn Steele coming up with huge plays towards the end of the game. Uh, I mean, what great what great fucking names, by the way, on our defense, right? Woodson, Ian Gold, Steele, Sam Sword, fucking uh, <laughs> Marcus. Oh, I had him. Dang, I can't even believe I forgot this kid's name. So I used to love him. Oh, Marcus Ray. I mean, he had some great, solid, manly names in these games. You know, I mean, it was pretty, it was great to watch. Um, It just, it was good to see Michigan play as a team. And then this is the thing that gives me watching this team really struggle offensively, but still you had that one playmaker that one play that one playmaker Doug Charles Woodson was that for us right like he was fucking phenomenal everything sparked off of him we were punting and then in the second quarter that 37 yard pass that he caught and if it wasn't for Winfield basically he would have scored uh, electrified like really sparked the offense right two plays later we're in the end zone seven nothing Phenomenal. I was actually getting pretty excited just because of how how fast that was. Like it was great to see the just what Woodson was to this team. And that's really what it, it, if I wanted to be drawn, because I'm going to and we draw a lot of comparisons to our current team. Uh, who's our Woodson? Who's the guy we need to make big plays at that point in time? We don't have the person that steps up. And the one thing that kind of was a glaring, um, was glaring to me, uh, was we had, even that Brian Greasy didn't go out there and light up the world, right? I think Greasy had, he had 147 yards passing, 147 yards passing and maybe one touchdown. I think, no, no, actually he had no touchdowns. It was 147 yards and no touchdowns. He was solid. I just, I mean, you know, not ex, not exciting, but he made the right plays when he needed to. He didn't fumble the ball. He didn't do anything that really killed us. But we, he that was a better performance. Now get that, 147 yards passing was the best performance out of any of the three quarterbacks that played. 
Stanley Stanley Jackson threw a fucking interception for a touchdown. Uh, I think Joe Joe Germain threw an interception. Oh, actually, Stanley Jackson had two interceptions. <laughs> two. I, I constantly at every point, Michigan had a much a much more solid quarterback in those. Just even if I got to think back, I mean, 95, better quarterback, 94, better quarterback. Todd Collins in 94, uh, Brian Greasy in 95 and 96, and in 97. Brian Greasy coming out after halftime in 96, hitting, uh, I think it was Ty Streets for a 60-yard touchdown, something like that, uh, which got us rolling to help us beat and kind of derail the uh, Buckeyes' uh, national title run there. But... That's where we're missing, right? We're missing solid quarterback play. We're missing big, we're missing players coming up big when they need it to be big. Now, granted, towards the end of this game, we were like trying to throw the game, being up twenty nothing, going into the fourth quarter or third quarter when uh, David Boston got that lucky ass fucking pass on Woodson. I mean, the Woodson one bad play. All game long, and that was it. But I mean, outside of that, dude, this game, we would not have won this game if it wasn't for Woodson. I mean, all year long, uh, a decent punt returner, Woodson. I mean, you can go back and look. I think his longest was like 20 yards or something like that was his longest. He saves the biggest breakout moment on the biggest stage. And that's what we need. Who's that guy? Who's that going to be? I know I've, I've already said it, but who's who's going to be that guy for us, right this year? I think we have a few. I think I think to be quite honest, on the defensive end, the the Woodson on the defensive end, I really think it's Amory Thomas. I love the fact that at the end of that Alabama game last season. He didn't make he didn't make excuses. He said that we need to change some things. We need to hold men accountable. We need to start doing those things to get better as a defense. That's something Charles Woodson would say. That's something that we need in a defensive leader. Plus, he's just as athletic as Charles Woodson. He's as fast or faster. Now, are his instincts up there? I don't know. I mean, he shows great instincts. He's he's uh, he can be opportunistic for sure. But let's see what's going on. Can he be more vocal now with uh, the said uh, defensive leader and um, uh, Metellus gone, right? Can he do that? Because that's what we saw in that 97 game, right? Uh, Woodson just being like, fuck you, talking shit to, to, to David Boston, getting up in his face. Marcus Ray upending David Boston, really putting their Heisman hopefuls on the ground and getting in their face and letting them know that that's just not what we're going to do here today. Granted, like I said, the offense really tried to give that game away late in the game with two fumbles on, I think, back-to-back drives, uh, giving giving Ohio State 14 points. I mean, it's not like they were really out there to solid, like to really nail the game shut, which sucked. But then again, Backus got hurt. Um, two out of the three starting running backs that we had were hurt. Chris Howard was out, as an example. We had a true freshman and a and a train carrying the load for the most point with Floyd mainly used as a fullback, not really a, a running back for us at that point. 
So everything was falling apart, but you know what happened? They didn't panic. And when our defense needed to make big plays, they fucking made big plays. I mean, uh, Josh Williams coming up with a big stop on a third down. Um, Glenn Steele coming up with a huge sack, a couple tackles for loss. Marcus fucking Ray hit up ending David Boston and, and ending a couple of drives. When we needed our defense to show up, they did. And that was another thing that I've noticed uh, in watching this game is that our defensive line was constantly in the backfield, constantly making Stanley Jackson or uh, Joe Germain think twice before they could fucking get a pass off or not having a clean, clean lane to throw the ball or whatever it was. But our defensive line created havoc. That's something that we haven't seen since 2016, maybe even 2017, because fucking Mohurst was a, a killer. Just absolute killer. It took a lot of people to slow him down. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm hoping with this year. Hopefully, we have the maturity of a Chris Hinton into his his sophomore year. He can start creating some fucking uh, some noise. You know that boy's a big motherfucker. He's over three with three ten three fifteen. He's gonna if, if we can just just. A look at what 97 defense was about the the attitude the fucking not, i'm not going to give up i'm going to continue to hit and play hard now granted defense is played much different nowadays but still the attitude i'm not going to give up that's what we're sorely lacking in this this 2019 team going into 2020 i hope it changes but those are the differences i saw i mean for God's sakes, at at halftime, just to give you the defensive struggle that we were looking at, Ohio only had 67 yards rushing and 29 yards passing. Not like Michigan was burning it up with 26 yards rushing and 118 yards passing. But still, it was one hell of a game that these people fought. And, I mean, it was still just as electrifying in the second. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply second quarter when Charles Woodson took that fucking punt return all the way to the house I still got goosebumps I still was excited to see that and it 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 was just a, it was just nice to see a Michigan fucking team rise to the challenge right when they didn't when they could have crumbled when they could have given up when they could have just backed down or whatever they didn't they made the plays when they needed to be made they didn't fucking back down they 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 were just everything you want a Michigan team to be right like that's what we grew up with that's what we watch that's everything that we need it was it was great to watch this game because it really made me feel good watching a Michigan team get over on Ohio State. But also in a weird way, man, it was it was kind of depressing because it, it it was so long ago, and you don't see any semblance of of grabbing your nuts and being standing up and saying not today. 
by any one of the teams on our, you know what, when our defensive ends and our defensive line busted through the line and tackled Ohio State running backs, you know what they weren't doing in 97? They weren't trying to take off his shoe. They weren't trying to do gimmicky bullshit like that. When we needed a big play, our guys didn't jump off sides. They made the punt return for a touchdown. They made the catch for the first down. They made the block that sprung the guy for the first down. They made the guy who ran into the, you know, they just, they did everything they needed to do to win the game. Granted, yes, for, um, I would say a full quarter, they try to give that game away to Ohio State offensively, but our defense <clears throat> didn't care said not today, and that's something we haven't seen since 2016. In my opinion, we won that game. We will have always won that game. I don't care what people tell me. We haven't seen it too, since 2016, and I don't know who's going to stand up. I'm hoping that Amory Thomas is beating it into their the heads of everyone else that this is what we do. This is who we are. This is how we stand up and grab our nuts and play for it. I just don't know. I mean, just so many exciting things to watch in that game. If you haven't seen it, guys, go back and watch it. It's on YouTube. Uh, actually, the one I watched, they took out all the all the commercials, which is shocking. That it's usually a three-hour game, and for most of the boring parts or whatever, they they cut it down to about a minute. I mean, not a minute, an hour forty-five, and you got everything you needed to see. It was it was beautiful to watch. To be quite honest with you, I loved it. Just go back and watch it. Go back and feel the tension. I'm telling you, I felt the tension. Going to that fourth quarter, I felt the tension of what was going on. Um, it was it was a great watch. It really was. Uh, super excited to see that. But, I mean, overall, though, I mean, so we win that game 20-14. to 14. Um, I think uh, Glenn Steele seals it with a... With a tackle for loss, I believe, on fourth down. Um, we go on to win that game. Uh, then we go on and we beat Washington State in a lackluster, kind of not a very exciting. Well, it was more of a frustrating game to watch, to be quite honest with you. Ryan Leaf and his fucking lame-ass wide receivers kind of gave us way more than we could handle. Our offense didn't look great once again. Um, Ty Streets, uh, Brian Greasy hookup for pretty much what was the game winner. Um, so, but we win the, we win that game. We become the AP national title winners. Um, granted, obviously, um, Nebraska, because Tom Osborne was retiring, the coaches poll gave Nebraska number one. Now, granted, they fucking beat the piss out of Tennessee or Georgia Tech or whoever the fuck they played. I mean, they fucking molly those dudes. Uh, I don't know what would have happened if we would have played Nebraska. I would hope we would have won um, because we were the number one defense uh, in the nation. Uh, So I would hope that we would have been able to handle that running attack, but I'm not sure. I can't even remember who at that point in time, if it was still Tommy Frazier. If it was Tommy Frazier and fucking Lawrence Phillips, that would have been tough. I can't remember with that 97 team who was on that. For Nebraska, because why the fuck do I care about Cornhuskers? You know what I mean? Fuck that. Um, but still, I mean, we go on 
to win the national title. And I mean, we collected trophies, kids. Like, we won a Big Ten title. We won the national title. Um, the Bronco Nagurtsky, uh, Charles Woodson won. Now, just get an idea of all the trophies Charles Woodson won in this one season. Uh, the Bronco Nagurtsky, um, Chuck Bidnerick, the Heisman, Jim Thorpe, <laughs> Walter Camp, uh, Player of the Year. Uh, <laughs> that's five, five fucking trophies, personal trophies for Charles Woodson, a national title and a Big Ten title. Plus, I don't think he ever lost to Ohio State. So, uh, unbelievable fucking career for this kid. Um, all-time great player, right? Probably the greatest player in Michigan history. I mean, maybe outside of Tom Harmon, if you want really want to go back into the into the deets of uh, Michigan history, right? I mean, he's definitely one of them. Uh, I mean, even my my love of my life, Tom Brady. Uh, I mean, you can't really say that he had a great career in Michigan. I mean, he had a solid career. I was a big fan of Tom Brady's because he never he was more of a winner than he was a loser. But when you looked at just pure, just amazing, like wow, it was Charles Woodson. Like five major awards, a national title and a Big Ten title. Phenomenal year. Even I mean, look at what Lloyd Carr. This is his. I want to say his third year taking over for Michigan or taking over for Gary Muller. And he won the Walter camp. Uh, no, actually my fault. The AC, the AFCA coach of the year, the Paul, Bri the Paul bear Bryant, uh, coach of the year and the Walter camp coach of the year, three fucking awards and a national title, his third year in now, like I said, in the big game pregame, most of that's because of Gary Muller. Um, but still, you had to win the games, right? I just, I could have never, I've just never been so proud of watching this team play, man. It was nice to see a team not give up. It was really just nice to see Michigan finally get over on that fucking team. <sighs> Sad, right? Because, I mean, it wasn't like Ohio State uh, was lame. Like, they, the year before, uh, had a chance at the national title, which we fucked up. Um, the year we played them in 97, they were ranked fourth in the country. I looked it back up. They were ranked fourth in the country. I mean, they had talent. They had David Boston, Joe Germain, um, and Pepe Pearson on that offensive line. And I mean, on that offense. And then Winfield and Katzenmoyer on that defense. It was a solid, I mean, it was a solid team. It wasn't like there were some punks. But we still beat them. That's the thing. That's why this this excuse for so many years that that the talent gap is 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 large is a large thing. It's not. It's the mental gap that's the large. And I know people are probably sick of me hearing or hearing me say this, but it is. The mental gap is so much bigger between us. It's not the talent gap. We've got talent, and just I would love to see us just pull one off again. I would just love to see us fucking grab our balls and say not today and take it out and not quit and not fold up camp when it gets rough. <sighs> I don't know, guys. As much as I loved watching it today, it, it did hit hard on the reality of what our team is right now. 
and they're weak. They're weak-minded. They give up when they shouldn't, and they're just weak-minded. I hate to say it. really do, because they're talented. You're telling me Aiden Hutchinson isn't fucking talented? Quiddy Pay isn't talented? Fucking Avery Thomas, Daxon Hill? Are you... Nico fucking Collins isn't goddamn talented? Are you kidding me? No, man. We're talented. We're just mentally weak. And that's the coach's job. That's that's the default right there. That's our problem. And that just... It made me think. It really did. It made me think out loud. Is Jim Harbaugh our fucking John Cooper? Is he? Because we win a lot of games. Nine, listen, you know how many fucking colleges would fucking burn down the student hall just to win nine games a year and constantly be in the talk of, because even if we, if we're, if we're undefeated going into halfway through the season, you don't think we're in the top five. You don't think we're getting noticed for uh playoff consideration. Come on, man. You know how many colleges would love that? I'm just saying, man. It, it, <sighs> I think we're on the right road. I really do. I think this year, if it happens, I think this is going to be an eye-opener. Because if we get great quarterback play, and we finally have somebody step up, like, say, on offense, Nico Collins steps up, we've got good quarterback play from either Dylan McCaffrey or Joe Milton. And I mean, even if it's equal to Justin Fields, we can win the game. And then Amory Thomas does his best Charles Woodson impression and we start kicking ass. I'm telling you, we can do this. I don't know, guys. That's me. This is it. I mean, I love the fucking game. Trust me, I loved watching it. Um, I'm going to do another one of these and we pick another um, great game or maybe even a tragic game. I don't know. Maybe it's the punt that Michigan State, you know, that fucking one. You know what I'm talking about. Maybe I'll do the spot. Maybe I'll do something. I don't know, but I'm going to do another one of these because I really actually enjoyed going back, looking up kind of the history before the game, after the game, and then re-watching that game. It was awesome. I really enjoyed it. I hope you guys did. I hope you guys enjoy the big game pregame and the uh, reaction episode and also kind of watch it again. I hope you do. It's, it's a lot of fun. So, guys, um, Thank you. It, guys, it's like I always say, it's great to be a Michigan Wolverine. And always and forever, guys, go blue.